we're thinking of rebranding. I feel like I'm hearing this a lot lately. And as we read more about companies buying others, we see others rebranding more than ever. Welcome to Drive Time Marketing. Years ago, I was leading the brand development of a 20-year-old regional company. I was hired to bring in a new brand as well as rebrand the company. We had started working through some of the rebranding and refreshment of the company's existing products and were introducing new products that consumers were receiving really well. Emboldened by the success, I felt the next step would be to rebrand the whole company. After all, that's what they hired me for. I bravely broached the topic with the chairman of our board. He was thoughtful for a moment before replying. When this company is a different company, he said, you can rebrand it. <laughs> Lesson learned. Again, I had been drunk on rebranding and had forgotten what a brand really was. Nonetheless, companies do still find themselves with a the desire to rebrand. First question to ask is, why? Typically, I found the answers to fall into a few categories. There could be a new ownership or management team that has come in. They want to make a change, and in some cases, there's a need to change. So a brand launch creates news. The brand could also be outdated and past its prime. And this is often the case if you look at some of the once great theme casinos that sprouted up all over the country. These aged environments just don't have the same spark as the newer, less themed competitors. Or there's a new product developed and it doesn't match the existing portfolio and to add it to the collection would do a disservice to all the other products and to consumers. Or maybe you just need to differentiate yourself in a way that your current brand doesn't do, or maybe it's blending in with other brands. Sometimes it's just that you've got the money, so we should do something different. And unfortunately, sometimes someone has to come up with an idea for a publicity stunt. I'm looking at you, IHOP. Like most effective marketing efforts, success will depend on whether your desire to rebrand is grounded in your overall strategy. Some examples of the strategic changes could be the company or product has simply changed and is no longer matching the same brand promise as it once was. Conversely, perhaps the customer profile has changed and the existing brand no longer resonates with the same strong bond as before. Dated brands or operations that may be past their prime can find renewed life that can drive additional spend from existing customers and hopefully draw new customers. Another strategic change is a new addition to the existing portfolio that may fit better if it's part of a newer, fresher brand. And as we talked about before, your business may be blending in with everyone else and needs to be differentiated in a way that the current brand isn't accomplishing. Of course, there are times when the draw of something new and the hope it will make a difference rules the day and strategy is tossed aside. New ownership or a new management team has come in and they just want to make a change. Put their own stamp on it. Perhaps they just want to spice things up a little bit and create some news. And as I said before, we've got money. Let's do something different. Last year, the well-loved International House of Pancakes announced it would be announcing big news, teasing it with a graphic that turned the P in the logo to a clever B. They continued the tease by replacing the letters in many of their tweets. After many guesses, the company announced it would be changing its name to IHOB instead of IHOP, International House of Burgers, or IHOB. However, the joke was on us. 
they just wanted to tell everybody about their presumably brand-worthy burgers. They claimed it was just a publicity stunt, but although the original set of tweets received a high engagement rate, the subsequent announcement barely received over 300 likes, compared to the 45,000 likes the announcement received. In fact, the at IHOB account never really caught on. Now I'll have to admit, that stunt was seen as a success by some. I'm a bit of a purist when it comes to the brand, and I don't believe these types of efforts do anything for the longevity of the brand. To step away from your core brand for the sake of causing a stir can often backfire. Existing loyal customers think you're taking something away from them. Potential new targets will evaluate you against what they already know. As a friend of mine said, frankly, you can grab a burger on practically every other block, but you know what's harder to get? Pancakes at any time of the day you want them. That's the IHOP brand, or at least that's what I think it is. Before you can put a new name on something, you need to be ready to deliver something new, not just the same thing with a new name. Sometimes that delivery requires a significant investment beyond the development of a logo, like a change in your operations. Never mind the new signage, updating marketing materials, new uniforms, training, etc., etc. Bottom line is that rebranding is not merely a logo project. Next week, though, I'll be sharing my thoughts on a successful rebranding process. Thanks for letting me spend this time with you. I really love sharing the tips, tricks, and tools I've learned along the way. And before I let you go, I just want to share some great news. Casino Marketing Bootcamp is a go, y'all. We're going to New Orleans. If you're interested, check us out at CasinoMarketingBootcamp.com. Join me next week for more and tell your friends about our time together. If you have a moment, we'd love for you to give us a great rating wherever you find your favorite podcasts so other marketers like you can find us too. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, you can send them to us at drivetimemarketing.com or through all of our social channels. Until next week, keep marketing.